Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you serious? There's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Right now, you are killing some time with I, Marcus Bronzy. Let's get straight to it. After I plug the website, which is howtokillanhour.com, go there and you can see videos, even clips of this very special podcast with our very special guest today, the one and only Mandip Gill. <laughs> I can't take you seriously. Because I'm what? Because I'm, Mandip, let's just, all right, cool, let's get this out of the way. Mandip and I have known each other for a while, right? And she's you're not used to me doing present yeah. Marcus. <laughs> and it's really animated. What what okay. So shall I be like, don't yeah, change, you know, change. don't no, change, no. be me boo. Um so first and foremost, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me again. This, again, yes, you have previously been on How to Kill an Hour and on the Marcus Meets podcast. And I'm I'm glad to have you back on the show this time. Um <sighs> Mandip, you've you've only gone and done the bigger, ain't ya? <laughs> You've done the big one, mate. What, you can smell it? You've done... You've <laughs> <laughs> done it, mate. You've done it. One of the biggest ever franchises ever. In a sci-fi world. Mantic Kill. Um, talk us through the process I mean like all joking aside this is a really big deal like you know Doctor Who is known all over the world it's you know how many years have we been absorbing this great content that is Doctor Who I'd like to say since the 60s Mm -hmm. 1963 to be correct there we go (laughs) so how did this come around Mandy so um, like any other audition I got it through my agent actually shout out to the agent shout out to the agent Sam and yeah, so I went for one audition. This was last uh, August. Mm-hmm. Went for one audition, and then there was a really big wait in between. Whilst uh, the uh, the grown ups were out of the country, who were deciding. Fair enough. Then went for a second audition. Quite a long time after the first audition. So there was I had so much anxiety. So when we're talking about a lot of time, how, how much like time? Like six weeks. Six yeah. weeks. And also, we weren't actually told. Um, I can hear myself. So we weren't actually told what we were going for. We just knew um, the casting directors that we were meeting. Mm-hmm. So obviously I've done some research, knows that he does Doctor Who, does other shows, whatnot. And just thought, and I actually didn't even know how many episodes or for what part it were. We were, we were really told very little. Yeah. So I just wanted one episode. So right. I'm just this excited for one episode. <laughs> and then six, I think about six weeks later, we did our second audition, which Jodie was in the room loads of grown-ups, the execs and the writers and whatnot. And then there was another big wait whilst they decided. 
Oh really? my god, that wit was did, so painful. Did you know when you were in the room with Jodie what character she was actually playing so at the time? At that point, I think the second audition, we knew uh, what the show was, and I knew she'd been, um, you know, her um, she'd been announced. So I knew she was playing the Doctor. Right. I now know it's Doctor Who. I still don't know, like, for how many episodes or what part. Right. So then I did the audition with her and we just got on like a house on fire. So I just thought, oh God, I'm going to make a new best friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if I don't get the job, right. I'll just stalk her. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, then there was a really big wait until we heard back. Like the longest wait, but also I, I really wanted it. I really, really wanted it. So it was quite, um, it's quite painful to say the least. So when you got the news, how was that given to you that you were going to play? Is it Yasmin? Yasmin Khan. Yeah. yeah. So, I that day, I took myself out for a little walk because it was just getting too much. Mm. I turned down another job because I really wanted this one. Right. And then my agent phoned and she was like, um, you've been offered another job. And I was like, oh, that's really good. But it weren't Doctor Who. And then she'd put so much pressure on them with the saying, you know, look, she's been offered uh, work elsewhere. That they told her, and she just told me, and then I just started crying. I burst out crying. You started crying. I started crying, and I was outside um, near a park, and I never react like this. This, like me and my agent, have had conversation in, conversations in which she said, "You really need to work on how you react to when I tell you good news," because I am so happy. I just, I'm just not that person that goes, "Ah, oh my God, I can't believe it." Mm. I just go, "Wow, that's so good." Later on, to myself, so I started crying. Then put the phone down, then walked to Sainsbury's, didn't buy anything because I weren't going to Sainsbury's for anything. Right. So I still came out empty handed and then was like, still don't know what part it is. <laughs> 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 so I had to phone him back and say, nobody told me in the room like what part it was really, how many episodes. She was like, they still haven't told you. I was like, no, but I'm s even if it's one episode, I'm so excited. <laughs> so they were just like, you're in? And you <laughs> were like, ah! Because Bradley Walsh had also been announced as a companion and so I just was like, no, he's a companion, so I can't be the companion. Right, because so you were presuming at the time it's going to be one companion, companion yeah, and like, then you're going to have like a little spot. Right? I just thought I just thought I'd got a guest lead, mm, mm. and then I stopped crying and went back and couldn't tell anybody anything. But it's fine now. So you had to mop up the tears and then just yeah, but like there was no anxiety then, so I was just like went back home and just did my own thing and just chilled out. Yeah, and it was like six weeks was just over. Nice. And then from that, from that position, when did it get to the point where you kind of realised, wow, I'm a, I'm a companion, I've got, you know, actual, much more clout than I thought I would? I don't really know if I still, if I think that now. So we went to like the read through <laughs> and they were there. You know, you're, like, you know, you actually are on Doctor Who though. That's, yeah, but, that's sure, right? Yeah, but you just, we've just been in this massive bubble in yeah. Cardiff. Yeah. Um, you know, so I don't really know what it is. I don't really know what I'm part of. I'm, that's like that's, that's awesome that's like I just no I just don't know when um, was the first kind of because I know you've been kind of going around doing press and stuff how apparent to you was it that Doctor Who's a really big thing not just in the UK all over the world when, is, when did that become apparent to you we went to San Diego for Comic Con in July and I think then I realised yeah like you say this is bigger than us at home and we're doing it for something way bigger it's bigger than Cardiff it's bigger than the UK but so it's massive there like there was all dressed as the doctor um, but I, you still you just can't fathom you un genuinely cannot fathom um, th the size of this and I don't know if I ever will you just you just do it like like any other job you do it you really really enjoy it and then you hope that 
you hope that it's, it's obviously going to do well it's got a massive following that that work has already been done before we've got there you know other other doctors other companions other actors have done that work and uh, the audience love it and they've stayed with this show for many many years but you you honestly you do your job you do you try really hard you have a good time and then you just go wherever okay <laughs> i mean you do know this is going to be a role that's going to stay with you forever ever like <laughs> you, i'm just saying like you know i don't want to put the pressure i mean do you feel that pressure no, like, at, at no, all? more no, excitement right but it's not that I don't want it. Yeah. I, I want to be yeah. I like I love the costume. I love the little space buns. Like, I want little dolls of myself. I want people to dress up as me. Yeah. It's not that I don't want it. I just don't get it. Because I haven't had that. I haven't had a glimpse of it. We've just got people drawing bits of art online and whatnot. So, no, I haven't. Like, that is all to I come. Mean, maybe ask me next week. But Yeah, that is all. That is all to come. And um, in terms of the rest of the cast, I mean, you already said you get on well with Jodie, uh, Bradley, and Tosin. Both of you on Hollywood. Hollyoaks, right? Yes, yeah, so me and Tosin were on Hollyoaks at the same time. We didn't have scenes together, right. but um, we were there at the same time. He was always in the green room. knew We like hung out together, went to his leaving do. But I saw Tosin a lot um, in London. He tends to just walk around London and I bump into him. <laughs> and we go for like, we go, we go for hot chocolate or we've been for a picnic in the park. So I'm, you look just skulk around and bump into each other? I, I'm doing stuff and Tosin just, just walking around. <laughs> Shout out to Tosin. So so we've known each other for years. I mean, Brad is the funniest man I've ever, ever met. Like, he's just a barrel of laughs. Would you like to go on the chase? Because I feel like a celebrity chase could happen where Brad's, he's still being Bradley Walsh, right? He's still where he is where he is. And then, <laughs> no, because I'd be like, why, why are you putting that voice on? Brad, why are you in that suit? Why are you acting like that? I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd watch that. That'd be a wicked chase. Do you think you'd be able, you'd think you'd come back? From the first set of questions, absolutely I mean, you have watched the chase, right? Yeah, just absolutely not. So I did um, get asked to go on the chase before um, uh -huh. Doctor Who, and I politely declined. Re why? Because I said to my agent, "Look, I, I don't know Jack." <laughs> <laughs> she said, "I said I'm going to embarrass you, me, my future children," and she just said, "Let's uh, let's politely decline." They do rip you on if if you go on the, on the chase and you don't do very well. You do get ripped. Right. Got Brad honest. takes a piss out of me yeah. all day long. He says, have you just, have you really just said that? Do you actually <laughs> think that? Is that what you was told? I couldn't imagine going on his shirt to then get the piss taken out of me. He's a professional. He'd definitely do that. Uh, so like when you're working together then, because I know you're full of bants, definitely Jody's full of bants, toasting and, and Bradley like, so how much fun are you having? So too much, but, but Jody and Brad are so fast and quick witted and naughty that me and Tosin, I like. I often get bullied. Pretty much every day, I get bullied. I'm much quieter than them, and I'm really professional. You know, I'm gonna stand on my mark. If you're asking me to stand on my mark, uh -huh. Brad's just not standing on his mark. <laughs> he's not. He's so naughty. Like the things that he's done, and we've burst out laughing. And I've had to grasp on him after. I've told director, I was like, I'm so sorry, that weren't me. She was like, I know that was Brad. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm really sorry. I'm just really. Sorry. I'm just dying out. <laughs> but um, we have so we have so much fun. It's such a laugh. That's really good. Like, I want to go serious for a real quick sec. Like, how important is it for you this season? There's been a lot of buzz around there being a female doctor and there being like a lot of diversity in the cast. How important is that to you for people to kind of just see that there can be major, major roles that are occupied by women, people of colour? Do you know what I mean? And, and that moving forward. It's, it's incredibly important. It's so important that... What I struggle with is it's 2018 and we're still having these conversations. Now, I've been around for a long time. 
So I cannot believe that we're having the conversations, but until it's over, I guess we do need the conversations. But yeah, it's massively important. And, you know, Jodie being the first female doctor is not just so little girls can look up to her. Little boys can look up to people. You know, they have a lot of female role models in their life. Like this wouldn't be a weird thing to go, oh, the doctor's now played by a female. Um, and then, like you say, you know, there's people of colour. There's two people of colour in one show. And I have read comments where people like it's political correctness gone mad. It's just it's just realistic. If everyone looked around, I mean, there's me and you in this room, two out of four of us are of yeah, colour. There you go. But like, if you genuinely looked around, I think there'd be very few people that would be able to say, I, I, I don't know any people, anyone that's black or anyone that's Asian. You know, even if you go to your local shop or anything, we have been around for a very long time and it's 2018, we still have this conversation. But until it's over, I guess we need to keep talking about this. Mm. So as much as like we're asked this all the time, like any, you know, we were asked this in America a lot because they was big on diversity. Yeah, it's a big, big thing out there. Yeah. Right? yeah. So we was asked a lot, but you can't get bored of it because it's still, it's still prevalent. So we need to speak about it. Mm. Um, but it's incredibly important for people. And we're not the first people that have done it. There's lots of, lots of very talented Asian actors and actresses on TV that I looked up to when I was young that were on British television that have that have made it that bit easier for me to get into but i ne- now need to make it that little bit easier for other people to get into and how i do that i'm not sure i guess it's just breaking down barriers and and you know breaking down stereotypes and also getting to a place where we're going for roles that are not asian specific so now going back to dot two like i play yasmin khan a lot of the episodes are nothing to do with the fact that she's asian it's just that she's a person a young girl from sheffield that got that got chosen to do this but it's also not ignored which i think is the clever part we don't then just bypass the fact that you know i am of asian descent we 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 also touch on that and we we some episodes are just nothing about that you know i'm just a young girl with difficulties like everybody else so it's a it's a good balance it's, then, a, yeah. it's a really really good balance but chris is a great writer so for, like i didn't know what was coming in the episodes when i took the job i just hoped that i weren't there just to go we've got an asian person in it now yeah so yeah, we'll see. But it's it's ridiculously important, and it we'll probably have this conversation in five years time. I've, you know what? I I believe so, but I hope that things have shifted a little. Yeah, I, I hope, hope that we celebrate <laughs> celebrating a bit more. Whilst I, I, nothing's ever going to be perfect, right? Mm. But I hope we're celebrating a little bit more. All that we go for parts that are, you know, I'm not saying don't cast white people. That's not what this is about. But exactly. it has to be a, a reflection of society. But also re- just cast people that are right for the job. So taking as many actresses for the role of Sheena and she could be any colour. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but she's right for the job. She fits the job and she can do it very well. Mm. Or like, you know, you know, we, do, we still need more female parts as leads. You know, I not agree, just yeah. Not just supporting a male. So yeah, I, agree. I guess just going for a part that's got no name and you happen to fit. Now we'll figure it out. One day, when you're pulling the strings, when you're out there running auditions, Mandip, you can one do day, that. Yeah. One day. All right, when I'm putting enough. myself in everything. I'm like, I fit him <laughs> and I fit her as yeah. well. <laughs> I definitely, I, I, I fit that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I fit that baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yasmin. Let's talk about Yasmin Khan now. What's she like? What can you tell us about her? So, what can I tell you? Okay, I know what I can tell you. So, um, Yaz is a young girl from Sheffield who has a really cool job, you know, um, a job that she really enjoys is really really good at and she gets to a place where she's just like 
you know what, I can do this with my eyes closed. And she speaks to her boss and she says, can you offer me a little bit more? Mm -hmm. And she does, she gets a little bit more. She gets a phone call which changes her life. And I guess you just have to be careful what you wish for. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and throughout, uh, no, I'm, I'm going to, there's so many no's I'm going to get coming up, but throughout the, this, this season, um, what can you tell us about her journey as a character? Not a lot. Of her, no. By the way, just so you know, there's a publicist, he's out of frame uh, if you're looking at the video and, and, and obviously off mic now, but he's, We've got someone in the room who's basically here to say, you can't say that, you can't say that. Sorry, mate. Sorry, Steve. I'm not saying you like that, but he's like, you can't say this. Um, right, then what can you... This is going to be so funny. So the journey um, of all the characters, I presume, is is not going to be in Cardiff, right? Throughout... Am I allowed to get it? Yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> in terms of, of, of characters that we've seen in the past, as well as new characters, I presume, are we going to see some familiar faces no so we don't see any familiar faces okay. i know i can say that can't I? okay you know it's it's new there's new monsters there's new guest actors um there's new it, it's based in a new place we visit new stories historical uh, events uh, futuristic events everything is completely new but that doesn't mean that we've forgotten what the show is about and mm-hmm. who it was for mm-hmm. and so there you know it, it's written that there are so many juicy little bits for whovians and then new Whovians, there's some, there's, this is a chance for new people to jump on board. So I only watched um, Doctor Who and I continue to watch it now because I'm in it and because I had the, the meetings for it, I just thought, let me just see what it's about, see the acting style. But this, this series, this series, new people can jump on with us and go on the journey with us. Wicked. Um, and you don't have to know a lot of, you know, about the, the history of Doctor Who. It's all told to you in each episode and explain to you in each ep- episode but also not forgetting that these people that have been watching it for years and that are massive supporters of the show you know chris hasn't forgotten about them people it's just 10 single on single standalone episodes you know ready for new people and okay out. so the whovians can can absorb it and enjoy it but if you're not a hashtag whovian yet Yet. then yeah yeah you can come into this get it, get on and take it us. and understand it because we learn as actors as well we learn so much in each episode like our characters learn so much you know i'll be honest there were certain times when i was like i have no idea what she's saying but my character didn't need to know what she was saying <laughs> yeah. so i was like cool i'm probably gonna look like i can act right now Wicked. um so there will be people where they're like i don't get what she's saying but it, it is explained to you throughout and so All you right. can you can completely join in because i know i watched it you know I, i've tried to watch it in the past before i got me i couldn't get into it i thought it weren't for me but it weren't the case i just didn't give it enough time okay um, and you are now a Whovian then, is it fair enough to say? I mean, that's quite a strong word there. I mean, I don't want to throw it around lightly, you know. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure because I don't want to take it away from people that are actual <laughs> Whovians. And that's you a who- you've only been a Whovian for five years. I've been a Whovian since 86. <laughs> it's like, I'm yeah. probably going to get a lot of abuse if I say Yeah, yeah, I've been a Whovian since 63. Yeah, you so don't want I'm just going to say I'm like an amateur Whovian. So you're amateur Whovian? Yeah. Like a, a semi-Whovian? Yeah, just, you know what I mean? Get in there like a who. The and one day I'll be a Hoovy <laughs> and then a Hoovian. Oh yeah, so there's levels to this. <laughs> yeah. A Lieutenant Hoove. I've just made that up and I'm still going to get told off <laughs> by the fans. <laughs> um, so just to clarify, where are you at with the production process? And we wrapped, are there still bits that we need to do? No, we, we have wrapped. So the first episode is on at 6.45 on Sunday on BBC. Mm-hmm. So that's massive. Mm-hmm. We were away filming um, in Cardiff since last, end of last October. 
Okay. And so, you know, nearly a year later. So Sunday, the 7th of October, you will actually be able to see the fruits of your work. Oh, uh, well, I have seen it. We had a, oh, you, oh, you've got to see it? <gasps> yeah, I've seen it. We had, um, we had a premiere in Sheffield last right. week. Um, it's based in Sheffield. Can I tell them that? It's based in Sheffield. So we cool. took it back to the people and we had a premiere. So I have seen it on in the cinema. In the cinema? In the cinema. And I had popcorn. Was it mm. that, what kind of popcorn was it? It was mixed, but Jodie took it off me. I like mixed popcorn. Shout out to Jodie, who obviously clearly likes it as well. Yeah, I like mixed popcorn. It's a new thing, so I used to like sweet. Check this, right? You ready for this? So when you get your popcorn, ask them to put a bit of sweet at the bottom, a bit of salt in the middle, and then like a mixture at the top, yeah? Then you just have sweet, get a bit of salt, and then you have dessert at the end. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. So you want me to tell my do the job? <laughs> Just telling you when, you, when you, when you're at the popcorn stand, that's how you ask for your popcorn. And then if they ask you why, you then share that knowledge with them and they go, oh, fair cool. enough. I'd pay an extra 50p yeah, for that. If I'll that was on the menu, I'd be like, can I have the dessert special, I'll please? I'll tell them what to do. There you go. Right. Uh, there's also something else has come up. Something else has come up. I know you and um, Jody have had a good laugh together and there's been something that's been flying around in the airwaves. I'm just going to bring the audience up to date with this right now. People find the way I say July really weird. Mandip laughs every time I say it. Who's on, in do Doctor it again. July. She Ju- says it's yeah. July. So you say July. July. And Jody says July. So you say July. And she says July. So you say July. And she says July. All right. Okay. Where did this come from? So she says July, July all the time. <laughs> July. It's like she says the word all the time. And I'm like, why are you saying it like that? July. July. <laughs> it's, it's like she's put July. two syllables. July. July. But it's Ju- July. July. It is one syllable. But she's but- gone July. And so what I did is I took to Twitter after seeing this and I asked the people what they thought. You asked them if they thought it was July or, or July. All right, fair enough. And I'm not biased, but it came back with July. July. Uh, it came back with July. July. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can relate to July. Some people was like, Do you know what? I don't want to upset the doctor. So they went with her, but it's just one syllable. It's just July, but she she does July. 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 It's one of those things. The more you say it, the, the weirder it sounds. July. 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 <laughs> July. It's so weird. July. 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 Do you, li- do you lie? Do you lie? No, I don't lie. I tell the truth. In it? I tell the truth. Uh, so that's great, Doctor Who. That's amazing. I've got some more questions about that coming up, but I just wanted to talk about your journey as an actress as well, because I think it's always really interesting to find out about where people came from and how they got to where they are now. Uh, apparently, you went to a really awesome university where mm-hmm. legends go to. And I'm uni- now the dean. You're the dean. <laughs> what? I don't know what it means. What? <laughs> I don't know what it means. You're the dean, yeah? I'm a dean. I You're a dean? Us, yeah. Really? Yeah. Of the University of Central Lancashire? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I accepted it the other day. Apparently, some other legends have gone there as well, you know. <laughs> yeah, Eugene was really good. We Eugene, had Gary. Gary Hanks, yeah. Cool. Eugene oh, Collins. I think there was someone called Marcus. There was somebody called Marcus there as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Let's, I mean, I know I've heard about this before, but I think the listener might find it interesting, just what your journey was like. And, and what are you, you not going to find it interesting? Nah, I'm well bored. Like, you're going about all the time. Every time, you're right, man, dips, like, oh yeah, my acting journey and you can, oh, whatever, man. Yeah, you're the dean now, yeah, whatever. But, um, so tell us <laughs> about how you got into acting <laughs> and, uh, and how you can play the, play the part in kind of you getting to where you are now. So I don't actually know how I got into acting, I'll be honest. I've just always done it. Yeah. Um, so my dad's always made me sing like, like Hindi love songs to my brother. Like what? Give me a like. Oh no! Yeah, go on. Like, Give us a little like spot. Go on. Oh, no, I'm scared. Come on, come on, man. Go like this. 
परसी परसी जननी <laughs> reverb mate that put some that, that was kind of vibey what, <laughs> what were you saying there? I, do, I have no idea okay cool <laughs> I have no idea, but it was a Fair love enough. song to my brother, so that was really weird. Oh, and we were about five, and he really weren't into it. But we used to have to get dressed up and get paid to do like, you know, little a little song like that on my own birthday. Was you earning a bit of cash on your birthday 50, for a little sing along? Fifty p. So no, but we actually, you know, we've have worked until quite young, and my dad has a news agent, so I'm just get that. paid for that. But so this was just a little top up, mm-hmm. you know. And then, um, so I don't. I honestly don't know how I got into it. We just did it. I just did like I just did this really awful comedy show that's so cringe when I was about five, and I just went around the room and took the piss out of people, <laughs> and they're all laughing. And when I look back, I'm just like, that's so rude. Whoever let their five year old just go around going do 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 baldy man. Do. It's <laughs> so cringe. Like it really makes me cringe. Little shit. Um, so I just I think that just carried on. Yeah. That just and I'm one of um, seven. I'm the the youngest girl. So I've got f- uh, five five older sisters. Right. There's me and a brother. And so I think when you have that many people, you kind of have to be loud to get heard. Yeah, I hear it. And it just it just carried. It honestly just carried on. I don't know where it came from. I just carried on. I went to um, after school. I went to school. My high school helped me get to a college where I did a B Tech in performing arts. And then at the end of the BTEC, the teachers were like, we'll help you get to drama school, which I decided not to go with just because I'd heard loads of bad things. It was very expensive at the time and it was meant coming down to London. So I, I looked for um, a university and the university uh, I chose was UCLan in Preston. UCLan? U- sorry. Oh, sorry, I just tried, I was going to do it with you, but uh, it's going to get weird. Three, two, one. UCLan! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think as a dean I should be doing that. Um, no, that means you're repping the team, man. So, you're supposed to say you clan. You clan. You clan. Um, yeah, and they had a really good acting degree. Mm-hmm. I remember going. I had to audition for the degree, and they had this uh, module called biomechanics, and you basically just did really weird stuff, like exercise stuff, and it was so good. I just like I love it so much. What this sounds very sciencey, <laughs> biomechanics. It does, it? So, what is it? Were, it were like frog jumps and stuff, and like. Mm, oh god if oh my god i'm a dean and i'm meant to know this sounds like, like gym it's, it, it was it was there was a lot of exercise but it was it taught you a lot about your body and movement and we did like things like this she's doing a robot just so you know podcast but i don't listeners. think it was a robot i'm sorry terence that was a good that was listening a good. um so i just really <laughs> took to that degree really all right and um then headed to preston for a few years and then at the end of my degree we did a showcase for agents and I picked up an agent and I started auditioning whilst I was still in nice. UCLan. Nice. And then yeah, then then I went on to Hollyoaks. Um then after Hollyoaks I did a few few jobs. I moved to London after Hollyoaks, so I did uh things like casualty doctors, uh I did a drama called Love Lies and Records for BBC, another drama for ITV called Good Karma Hospital, and just did loads and loads and loads of meetings, meeting people. Um, making sure they knew that I was out, that I was living in London, um, yeah, and then and then this big audition came up called Doctor Who. Nice, nice for a small part. I thought for a, for a small part, but you still cried when you got it, which mm-hmm. was nice. Um, so now it's very feasible that like Hollywood could be a target for you. Is that somewhere where you'd like to go? Um, realistically, I would never, ever, ever say no. I, I. I, I it would just be silly to, you know, the, the the production values on some of their stuff are amazing, the stories, the acting, and absolutely, but I'm also not, 
I'm also not in a frame of mind in which I would go over to America um, anytime soon. I really, really enjoy British television. I like watching it. I like being in it. I like the stories that are coming out at the minute, like Bodyguard, for instance. Um, so sick. So sick. So good. Um, I love British television. So I would like to see what is here first. And I would also like to do theatre because I've done theatre outside of London, but I haven't done it in a very, very long time. It's really hard to go between TV and theatre and keep moving between the two. But I think the, the ha- it would be an absolute challenge to do theatre. How's theatre different to, to TV? Well, you have to remember your lines for one. <laughs> you know, so like now I'm just like, I've got like about 10 lines in a scene and we have a break so I can go have a cheeky little look. Yeah. All the ladies there with the lines, so I check. <laughs> Feed me. Yeah. Feed me the lines. Um, but also for me, for me, this could be controversial. I feel like it's, it's the only... Um, it's the only medium in which you have to continually act because the minute you get on stage, somebody's watching you and so you can't drop it. Uh, whereas when you do TV, not that I would anyway, but sometimes I'll be honest, I don't give, you know, if I have to cry and it's not on me, I'm not going to be bawling my eyes out, but I am going like 90%. But there are times when you know that the camera's moved and it's not on you and you do stop acting. You know, you were completely aware Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Where that there's a boom guy there and there's a light there and you can't stand on that and you max there and there's so many other things that are happening. It's, for me, it's really difficult to be 100% in the moment because there's other things that are around that I have to be aware of. You know, I might be giving this massive emotional speech, but there's a guy with a boom and, you know, mm. there's a camera guy and I can't go too close and I'm not on my mark and so I'm trying to feel my mark with my foot. Yeah. Whereas I think if, for me, when you do theatre, the minute you get on stage, that's it, you can't, you can't drop it. Okay. Somebody's watching you because when I go to watch theatre, sometimes I'm like, what's that man doing in corner? <laughs> <laughs> so what would an ideal sort of role in theatre be for you? Is there something you've seen recently that you'd like, like a bit of? Um, I, would like to do, I would like to do a drama. I like quite like straight drama where I understand it, you know, and it's quite straightforward and, and challenging. But also I'm really into things like um, companies like Complicity and Gecko, um, 
companies like it's physical theatre, so it's a story, but it's physical theatre, and this is where my biomechanics might come into handy. Hand. Good old biomechanics. And the really shit robot that I did. Good. Yeah. Well, it was. You know, a bit of WD forty needed, but it was it was almost there. Yeah. So, well, we you know could screw right. it up. So yeah, I yeah. think I think I would love to do a piece of physical theatre. I'm not saying that I would be good at it, but it would be an absolute challenge. And I just like I like that medium. I like mixing because I'm not a dancer at all by any means. <laughs> I mean, I can dance when I go to a club, but pff, trying to give me choreography. Okay, you, you can drop it low, but you can't do it. And one, two, three. That is exactly yes, a no. drop it low, but no. And one, <laughs> two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so um, we like to talk about tech on this show quite a bit um, things like Netflix and Amazon Prime as well as the BBC I mean I mean, Netflix and BBC are working together quite a bit they're changing the landscape for actors and actresses how do you think it's affecting your kind of position is, is it giving you more work is it giving you less or is it different um, I think the obvious answer is it's giving more work um, there's so many more platforms other than the ones that you've just named. You know, you've got Amazon, you've got Netflix, you've got YouTube, you've got Facebook going to be creating original content. You've got people using their Instagram to create content. Um, and that only means that there's more opportunities for me to get work. So that's amazing. And the budget and the themes on these on these platforms are, are massive and complex. And yeah, so just I think simply more way more opportunities that haven't come to me yet netflix soon hey netflix make it happen um do you think those platforms will help young people to get recognized now young actors that are on the come up you know when you were younger you said you you know you educated your way into 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 acting whereas other people now we've seen them make profiles online and then break into acting that way million percent a million percent like there's lo- i know loads of people that have made a career or money to some degree and have you know, on these platforms have, have happened to have been able to monetize their work on Facebook and YouTube. And that is, that is so like, that, that baffles me because we were never taught them stuff when we were little. We were never taught to create our own work in that sense. But as soon as I came to London, everyone had their fingers in every pie. Like they were, you know, they're not just actors, they're producers, they're writers, they're comedians, they're this and that. Like it was so different when I was training to be an actor um, I only wish somebody had said, oh, not that, I'll be honest, not that I write, so I don't know what I would have put on. But, you know, if somebody had said, look, you can put you can put a little sketch on YouTube and then that can get, like, that can get seen and then you can write more. I didn't know any of that. I would just go into auditions, doing my own work to try and find auditions, but waiting for my agent predominantly mm. to call. Mm. Get to London, and obviously it'll be outside of London now, and because of social media and because of Facebook and YouTube, People are able to create their own work, which is amazing. And the the quality of work that has been created by friends of mine alone that have, you know, I've got friends that have, that have worked on Shiro's story. It's been watched by millions of people. The quality of the work is mad, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's Shiro's story is a great example. It got signed, basically, didn't it? Like, off the sheer fact it was so popular, whereas other people previously would have to approach labels first to get that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. This was this was produced by these guys and then bought, you know. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I have friends that are doing it the, uh, you know, the original way and then go in with an idea to a company and then go, no, it's not good enough, it's not good enough, it's not good enough. They forget about the idea, they don't do it. The, these guys did it, made it, and then went, here's the actual product and then someone's gone, cool, we'll do some more. That's great. I mean, you say you're not writing at the moment. Do you think because it's so, not easy, but it's more accessible 
would you like to do writing and such stuff in the future? I'll be honest. No. <laughs> I, I just tried I tried to write, right, because yeah. I was a struggling actress. Right. And I tried to write and I was like, what the hell is this? This is just not my thing. It's forced. It's not funny. Just stop it now. What, what did you write? What I just wrote like write? a sketch. I've, I've, you know what? I've got ideas. My ideas are better than, like, than the actual thing that came out. I was like, why didn't I just stick to the idea and give it to someone else? So, so I, the I ideas are good in your head, yeah. but something happens when it goes down your arm into the it's pen just, or the keyboard. It's just not my thing. It's just, also, I just don't know how, I just don't know how people do it. I don't know how people are just like actors and writers and producers and directors and then nice people. <laughs> I just don't know how they do it. <laughs> just struggling. That's crazy. It's crazy out there. Um, so you talk about TV a lot on your timeline. When I look at your Twitter, there's a lot of TV. <laughs> I mean, I'm almost tempted to bring it up now and read off some. Shall I do it? Go on. Let's see what. Let's see what Twitter. <laughs> the funniest thing is, I always say to people, "Oh God, I don't watch much TV and stuff like that. I like documentaries. I don't watch." Much oh TV. really? Oh. But then, <laughs> but then I'm also unsociable, so I find myself sat inside watching TV. There you go. Uh, the first retweet here is Charlie Brooker's working on the next season of, it's of Black be Mirror. Interactive. Oh what the hell? Can't wait for that. Um, actually, that's quite an interesting thing. Um, do you think because we can make television interactive um, and there's things like VR, do you think once they start, because we, we've here in the show, we've experienced film and VR getting meshed together now. Do you think that's definitely the way things are going to go? Would you be interested in working in stuff like that? Well, I wouldn't have thought it was going to go that way. But then after reading that and, you know, Charlie Brooker has predicted a lot of things that have happened. It's definitely going to go that way. Mm. Um, and I'm obviously going to be a part of it. But how crazy is that? Like how mad is that as a concept? I don't. I can't even fathom it. I think it's going to mean that we're going to get thoroughly entertained, and I think the fact that we can have a little part in it means that I don't know. It feels like we're almost there. With I you might acting. actually be like a director or something when I choose the ending of it. What? <laughs> Finally, you could actually write the story technically. <laughs> actually, right. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of July and July tweets flying around. See, told um, you. <laughs> but you watch a lot of TV, right? I do actually, but not not. I do, I'm not a binge watcher. So we just watch one and then stop. Yeah, hand on heart. So like wow. Killing Eve. Yeah. I'm only on episode five of eight, but I tweeted about it about a week ago. You know, I know people yeah. have been binge watched it. That's not me. All I right. definitely will watch it. So is that what you is that what you're on at the moment? So Killing like Eve? I'll move between things, me. So Killing Eve, yeah. and then documentaries. I love 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 documentaries. What docs have you been on recently? So I watched a really really sad one yesterday. It was um, George Shelley's documentary on BBC about grieving, mm-hmm. which really hit home with me. But also. It was so, it was so like, I mean, just to watch somebody hurt that much, having have gone through the process and still continue to go through the process was just, was so overwhelming. How important do you think it is in this, in this day and age that is that people have a hold and understand how emotions work? Because there seems to be a very big conversation about how the way, how people handle certain emotions, whether it be anxiety or depression or, or even grievance as well. How important is it that we kind of educate ourselves and learn about these processes? I mean, ridiculously important because I don't know if it's for everyone, but years ago, you just we just didn't talk about such things like there were taboo or, you know, you, you know, you felt embarrassed by them. Also, you know, no disrespect, but me and my family, we don't speak about stuff like that. It's just not something that we talk about, like mental health or, or you know, when we was grieving and whatnot. So it's ridiculously important, but I think it also like if you learn from a young age that these are all normal emotions to experience. When there are when there are outbursts of them, you don't feel alone and weird. You just like it's a normal part of life. 
when I was growing up, no one told me how difficult life was going to be. And so I thought it was really plain sailing, which it were up until my 20s. And then life happened. And that took me aback because I weren't ever taught that you will go through loads of things and it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It's just natural. It's life. And I had no one to speak to because we don't speak about it. Whereas now, because of platforms like Twitter, Instagram and whatnot, everybody speaks openly about it. Yeah. And I can only imagine that's a good thing. It is indeed. And I mean, and as as an actor, you're in a very good place right now. But as we all know, things can, you can have quiet areas of, of, of your career and, and busy areas of your career. Do you feel like that means that you, especially actors all over the world, have to kind of help maintain their own kind of positive vibe out there and kind of the, and kind of maintain a steady emotional state? Because I know that you can have a real busy year and a quiet year. You, well, absolutely, but you have to maintain something yourself. But I also am a big uh, believer in you have to like, your acting cannot be your everything. Because like you said, like I could have, I've just had the most amazing year of my career. I don't know what's coming up and I might not work for two years or three months or whatnot, but I have never put all my eggs in acting basket because it's just, for me personally, it's just too dangerous. And I go to an audition and I'm lucky enough to go to an audition, walk out of it, have done my best job, but beyond the, beyond my way home to do lines for another audition. And so I forget about the audition that I've done. Right. Because I'm already on to my next one, but not everybody's like that. So I think, you know, and I said it to a friend the other day, find something else that you love. Because if I, if I, there was anything else that I loved as much as I love acting, I would have done it. I would have done it in a heartbeat because it's too, it's too unstable. But at the same time, I am put all, I don't know where my eggs are, but they're not all in that basket. Some are in the fridge. Some are in the fridge. Some are probably yeah. cracked. Some are still at the shop. But no. um, <laughs> I, ju- I just have to go. Like there are other things in my life. Yeah. So when my, you know, I've had months off before. You know, before who I hadn't worked since March. Mm. I'd done a drama for BBC and it finished in March, and then I didn't get this until October, and I was auditioning all the time. But I just go. I just life's too short. Life's too short for me if I don't get a part for me to to worry about it and think why because I should have given it my best shot when I went in. Right. So how do you keep your energy levels up when you're just consistently auditioning? Is it just a case of just keeping that in mind? Just saying, look, let's well, get in, let's get it done and I'll give it my best shot. Well, also, I'm not, I, when, I, when I am busy with my auditions, I don't do too much of an evening. So I'll do my audition, I'll head back out of Central, I'll start doing my lines for the next one. You know, I've got to wash and straighten my hair again if that's what the character needs. I'm going back out, I'm doing my lines, going back out. Like, I don't, I'm not the most sociable person you'll ever meet. Like ridiculously unsociable oh times. how things have changed it's you clan <laughs> <laughs> you're like only go out on a Monday Tuesday Wednesday Unless one pound drinks on a Thursday night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thursday yes. brown indeed um, oh, brown closed down now what? I'm yeah. not I'm not also not a big uh, really I hate it well I'm but gonna, I'm the I'm dean of the university so. definitely edit that out <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so yeah, so I don't do too much. It's not like I go for an audition and then on the night time I'm eating with friends or I've got an event on. I, I, I came to London to work. So I need, now need to come to London and get a job. Yeah. Otherwise, what the, that was the only reason I came was for work. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, you mentioned the shop a couple of times. How is the shop now? Because I remember when you were in Hollyoaks, you were still, <laughs> you were still putting in the grind at the Gill shop. So the shop's good. And I imagine, and I don't go to Leeds that often, but I, I imagine if I did, I would still have to work in the shop. Good. Now, if my mum's got something on or my dad's got a wedding or something, 
and I'm the only one there. I'm going to have to still get do it. Get in the shop. Get in the shop. But people think that's, they're like, you can't work in the shop now, you're on Doctor Who. I'm like, dude, she think my mum cares I'm on Doctor Who? <laughs> she put out The Guardian. She put, she counts, she has to count The Guardian and she puts them out and I'm on the front page. Did she tell me? No. No. I tapped a text and says, The Guardian the same as the one in Sheffield because I think I might be on it. And she, <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> so you just counted 60 and put them on. And the, when we got revealed and we were on the sun, the front, yeah. she did the same. She counted and put them out and didn't say you're on the paper, which I quite like because it just means that I have to like maintain this level of like normalness and that's why I can still work in the shop. I think that's what keeps you ground. I think that's 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 a very charming personality trait to well, have. Asking man. you, ma- please, can you keep a picture of me, ma'am? Shut up. And she's like, well, that's another paper that can get so <laughs> sailor return, baby. <laughs> sailor return. Um, I'll take a picture. We'll take a picture. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that's lovely. I mean, that's. I think that's kind of one of the reasons why you are so grounded. I mean, outside of acting, when you've got your own time, we always like to ask people how they kill time. So, how do you do that? Is it is it kind of working on yourself, or is there any other stuff you do when you're not watching TV all the time? So, <laughs> no. <laughs> sleep. Yeah, sleep. Just lots of documentary. Yeah. No, not sleep. Like, I am I am doing, a, I'm going to a lot more things now because yeah. I'm, in, I'm in London for a few months. So I'm trying to just, you know, meet new people and do new things. But gen- generally, I do, generally, I am working on another audition piece to go to another audition and trying to do work because that is what ultimately I came to London for. Yeah. So I don't really, don't really like eating out. I'm really fussy when it comes to food. Really? Yeah, so my thing might be the cinema. So I Remember go the to popcorn the, trick. Popcorn Remember trick. Remember that, Maybe yeah. that'll change the game. Ch- listen, that's going to turn the whole game upside down. <laughs> Actually, I don't like salted popcorn, so I don't know why I'd be up for that. Just try it out. <laughs> it will make the sweet even better. You'd be like, oh, gosh, this is... Oh, oh! Amazing. So, so, so maybe I'll go to cinema more. But yeah, generally, I just go to... The, I go do a lot of cinema trips. Watch a lot of documentaries, a lot of TV, tweet a lot. Mm. You know, do a lot of washing and stuff like that. And just, um, I'm starting to, um, like about a year and a half ago, I just did random stuff. So I learned how to play, the, taught myself how to play the keyboard. I forgot that. At uni, I taught myself how to play the ukulele. Forgot that. I'd love to see that. I forgot it. I hurt my wrist and I've now got weak wrists. So, <laughs> you like ukulele, and I RSI. <laughs> like that. And I, now I can't hold myself up. <laughs> um, I taught myself how to knit. And like I learn them really quickly off YouTube and I'll do it for a few weeks and then I'm like, yeah, I'm over that. What did you knit? I just like, got, I didn't know how to cast off, so it got longer and longer and longer and longer. It's <laughs> <laughs> an infinite scarf. It just went like that and I was like, ma'am. <laughs> um, so I stopped that and I've currently just bought like um, a little drum thing where, it, you know, like a little silent pad. So All I right. can, because I'm going to take up drumming. Really? Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> so you're like... Miss try it. I'll try everything. Yeah, and I'll teach myself it. <laughs> I'll tell everyone I can do it, but I actually can't. You're like one of those TV. people. Yeah, I can do a bit of that. Yeah, can, can you drum? Yeah, I'm wicked drummer. Ukulele? Yeah, yeah, I've got you. I do that all the time on my CV. I put swimming on. I was like, all right, so you're going to do a big swimming stunt on Ollie Oaks? I went, what? It's like, but you can swim. It's on your CV. <laughs> I had to teach myself how to swim. Wow. Made, wow. But you can swim now, right? Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's debatable. Did you have to do any swimming in Doctor Who? No. Okay. Not me. Slipping into more anyone. Doctor Who questions there. What's the Doctor like in this in this season as well? What what, what what's the difference between? Because you know they're a same person, different characters. Though. Mm, mm. So I have you know I've said I've watched Doctor Who, but the I mostly watch Matt Smith's episodes. Um, so I've seen little bits of other other Doctors, but you know this doc, she's just I mean, if you ever met her in real life, she's absolutely bonkers. 
right. um, she's full of energy. It's like she's the coolest person I've ever met. Um, if she's watching this, I don't like her. <laughs> um, but so, so just imagine her doctors that and then some. Like it's written amazingly. Like she's so fast and so funny and so oh, just, just this. There's so much electricity about her. Like she just like fizzes. She's like, and she's always on the move and chaotic and funny and charming and just interesting to watch as a person and as the Doctor. Awesome. Will you be doing any drumming in Doctor Who? Hopefully when I start pressing. Okay, all right, cool. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, so you must have had some pretty cool press runs then and, and stuff. like what's, what's been some of the coolest stuff that you've seen? I know you said Comic-Con was pretty awesome. Yeah, that we went, must, I mean, being taken insane. to San Diego. Yeah. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, San Diego so we, was pretty cool as well, wasn't San, it? Nice well, we, didn't, we didn't see much of it because we were working, <laughs> but I'm not complaining. And we was in a really haunted hotel. What? Yeah. And um, I didn't want to talk about it at the time. And then we started talking about it after. And Stephen, who sat next to me... Um, it was his room that was haunted and on the internet it was like oh basically a woman had committed suicide and and he was in the room Stephen was in full knowledge of this yeah and he weren't bothered Stephen you weren't bothered oh he found out on the last day well, that's a good, you know that's a good time to find out at least it wasn't <laughs> like, was, was it night time when you found out or was it you didn't find out because the ghost went hey by the way uh, would you have been bothered no, to know I that so. I had one more night in it he said he had one night in a haunted hotel. Stronger I, man than me. I know, like, because he was, he told us, and I was like, Stephen, why are you talking about it? Let's just not talk about it. We were in a, we were in a, um, a van. I was like, let's not talk about it. It's like, I'm not bothered. I was like, no, I just don't want to speak about it, even if it's not my room. But my room, it was a really gorgeous hotel. Yeah. But my room, the bathroom light went on every single night by itself. Haunted. Haunted. Ghost light we Because we were on the same wing, weren't we? Yeah. And um, so I did, but I didn't want to talk about it. I really? Just, just thought, because you know what? If she's doing her thing, she's doing her thing, and I didn't want to interrupt it. And I, I was just like, if I if I talk about it, then you know people are going to start like talking about her and inviting her into our lives. And I was just like, yeah. do your thing in my bathroom. Someone comes on with a Ouija board, and you're like, no, no, then I go on. Let's just whack it down. Oh, I'm not sure about that. So what if you need to go for a pee at night and the light no, goes on? No, because I room? just knew what would happen. So I'd phone a friend in England and get under the bed, phone, 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 <laughs> phone, 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 right, phone. <laughs> wake, wake up and the light were on. I was like, oh, God, let me not talk about it. Haunted hotels. I don't, do you believe in ghosts, though? I believe in spirits, yeah. I, yeah. I just don't think you can just disappear. Well, we're a cell. We wear something. So yeah, how can energy. that ever disappear? Yeah, all right. So something. Uh, and I just like, just let them do their thing. And if I don't interrupt them, then they might not interrupt my life. I hope. <laughs> they also had a sauce on the menu named after the girl. What? It's a little bit weird. It's called Ghost Sauce, and it was her name. Ghost sauce. And it was on the burger. It's a bit tight, that, isn't it? Ghost, like, so what was this so, ghost sauce like? What was it? Was so, a one second, sauce. there's a burger that you had. And then you asked for the girl's name, Ghost Sauce. So, say the girl's name is Jessica, right? Jessica Ghost Sauce. So, you have, can I, ha can I have a burger, <gasps> extra slice of cheese, and some Jessica Savia? Jessica Ghost Sauce. Don't you think that's proper tight that they named the sauce after They named the sauce after the ghost. No wonder the ghost is still haunting oh, no. the hotel. Mm. I would as well. If you named us. Just the sauce after me. I want to have really like a room after me or a, like, I don't know, a sweet, a sauce. <laughs> what kind of disrespect is that? A condiment. So we had quite a spicy sauce, so it was quite nice. Okay, cool. But I mean, it was a really nice hotel. So Cheers, Jess. I'd Cheers go back. Sauce. Really? <laughs> Why did they name the hot sauce after Jess? Was she a, a fan of this sauce, Jessica's sauce? No, I just think because it's, it's, it's very famous for its, the ghost, isn't it? So a lot of people go with the intention of seeing the ghost. So you know what I mean? They've just monetized it. I just noticed you say, you say ghost. 
Girl. And I say ghost. 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 We won't have one of them again. July. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mandy, before we let you get out of here, because I know you're super busy with all the Whovians out there and Whovian oh stuff God, to do. Oh, God, it's a hard life. It is a hard life out there. Uh, how can we find out about what you're up to online? I mean, and we know what your Twitter is because we just type in Mandy Gill TV and all the tweets pop up. Is it? Yeah, because you do do a lot of TV tweets. No, but seriously, how can we find you online? So, on um, Twitter, I am Mandip Gill. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, I am Mandip Gill underscore. Right. And that's the only two social media outlets I have. But What's you'll your find all my feelings and thoughts. What's your favourite? Uh, it's looking very I happy. Do you know what? I saw, oh, these are the space buns. Yeah. Is that the space buns? No, right. that I did them in my own personal life. Oh, they're Mandip's personal buns. But I did take them buns. off Yasmin Khan. Okay, cool. Yasmin Khan buns. I also went to the audition like that. Really? Just saying, just saying, just saying, just saying. Just saying. Mm. Um... What's my favourite? Do you know what? I still quite... I, I like them both. I really like them both. I like a picture. But I am a big fan of Twitter and I know a lot of people are. They think it's like outdated or a bit older, but I just quite like... I feel like Twitter is where the real conversation is at. I feel like other social media... Because Instagram does tweak your feed. So if, it, if obviously I'm mates with mm. you, if I like a picture, show me a bit more of you. But Twitter is like... When if you get into Twitter, that's where the real rawness yeah, is at. Yeah, and the man. threads are great. And also you can just like... I now have more than 140 characters as well, and I'm not quite sure why. I'm one of them ones. Wow. So I can say a lot more. We all have 140 now. So, you know, it's, yes. You so, have uh, more than 140? Yeah, so um, you have to be careful with those extra digits there, man. Why, why? What do you mean? Just because, like, some again, people over-tweet. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. think the cool thing about Twitter was brevity, innit? Yeah. And some people are like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, And also, you yeah. can, <laughs> like, you did only just, like, really look at the first two lines. Exactly, go, yeah. If, if you're tw- tweeting oh, banging no. in the first few lines. Oh, no. I've done loads. at like, 240. S- S- <laughs> <laughs> they've got gifts and everything. SATs. I'm also looking at Instagram as well, and I can see you chilling with a few people from Brooklyn Nine-Nine as well. Oh, you know, as you do. I just want to say, I am super jealous. That's one of my favourite comedy shows that I like to stream as well. How did that picture happen? Because <laughs> Jodie forced it. <laughs> really? Because she's, she's in the picture massive, looking all innocent and no, you're in the middle like, yeah! She's yeah. a massive, massive, massive fan. Right. And she makes us watch it like on set in her trailer and whatnot. And they happened to be in Comic-Con at the same time doing a photo shoot. Yeah. And she heard that they were coming after us. So she got Stephen and his Sick. people to sort it out and then tried to act really cool in front of him. Yeah. Oh, like, that's awesome, man. Like, <laughs> But they were really I, cool. They were really, really cool. Like one of the actresses, Steph, did yeah. a Yorkshire accent. And really? I just completely, it was really good Yorkshire <laughs> accent. It was a really good Yorkshire accent. Um, but they were really, really nice. And then... We were What's, doing all is the. Is Steph press- the one that plays Rosa Diaz, the one who's really straight faced and like sense? Yeah, she plays like hair. yeah, she plays like a really straight, straight character in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. She does. What? And she did a Yorkshire accent. <laughs> she did, and re- no, it was actually genuinely really good. And then she tweeted me after saying, "I'm really sorry about the Yorkshire accent," but I was like, "No, it was not offensive in the slightest." Oh, that is. Oh, that is. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. I could see you on a show like that. I could see no. you on a, on, a, on, a, on a funny show. Well, you say, "How do you maintain energy?" I don't know how they do that on sets. I've never done a comedy. Really? No. You're quite banterific in real life. I feel like it'll come across easily for well, you. I Correct me if just, I'm wrong. No, I'm not anymore. I've just, you know, with age and that, I've just calmed down. Yeah. I've met people like Brad and um, Jodie and they just do it better. And you just <laughs> leave it to the professionals. <laughs> uh, was Terry Crews enormous as he is <laughs> Yeah, he's a big show. guy. He's he a big is lad. a big guy. Big friendly giant. Fair Actually, enough. you're the one that got all the pictures, isn't it? Stephen. Shout out to Stephen out here, man. Mr. No, Dr. No today, saying that we can't talk about certain stuff. Uh, but we've managed to get... I mean, what? can we get another gem out of you about Doctor Who? Is there anything that I haven't asked you? That- Do you know what? It's really cool. Oh, what? What? <laughs> what? 
is that is it oh. okay I thought it was real uh, the publicist has shown us a leg I was I was ready to drop an exclusive out of here I was like guys you know what's happening we're gonna get a Lego band that has to happen that Lego has to see that we have to get a Lego can we oh can we show that to the camera please that's amazing this needs to happen this this needs to happen there we go um, a Lego man a, Le- a Lego man did. Is, that- is that right uh, uh, a Lego yes come on that's awesome Oh, oh, we've been oh, told we can talk about something. We what went can we South talk? Africa. You went to South, what, as part of Doctor Who? Yeah, we went to go film in South Africa. Right. Um, I'm not going to tell you what episodes we used it for, but okay. like, there's different terrains in South Africa. And it was cool. It was so cool. Like, oh, the second, second episode of Doctor Who just looks... I haven't seen it all. I've just seen bits and it just looks so good right. the amount of videos I've got like wow this is just me on the way to work I don't put them anywhere I don't send them to anyone but I'm like wow me on the way to work <laughs> is that you're going to really bumpy yeah. <laughs> it's just so cool um, oh wicked so that was cool you know what I can tell you about Doctor Who it really honest to god it is whether I win it or not it is something that I would absolutely watch like right. I hope that people um, there's so many different ways of jumping on so you can relate to Brad's character or uh, you know or even if you follow Brad's career you jump in uh, jump in with him but I hope it brings people like me and Tosin who would never have watched it before and never thought it appealed to them I hope it brings in them because it, I have learnt so much from the stories that are in it I just want other people to learn it as well and these I've got some I can't talk about them but some of the episodes are, are brilliant well, you're going to have to get your eyes on, on television Sunday, 7th of October. If not, get on that BBC iPlayer, right? Just watch it on watch the day. It. Watch, it on the, watch it right Just now. Just watch it on the Sunday, seven, yeah. you know, 6.45. 6.45. Watch it at 6.45 on Sunday at the 7th on BBC. Okay. Not on the <laughs> iPlayer. <laughs> Listen, it's a, it's, it's, it's a great time of the week for it to be on. Sundays is a really good time. Um because everyone's out on a Friday and Saturday, aren't they? Let's and also, it is appealing to from the ages of eight to yeah. one hundred and eight. So you know, the kids are like winding down before school. You know, you've done. You know, the you know the older people have been out on a Saturday, and you know Sunday yeah. fun day. You know, it's calmed down by that time. All right, wicked. Well, I look forward to watching it. Um, it's always a pleasure seeing your face on the screen. And being, oh, look, I know her. I know her. I know her. And everyone goes, not really. Do you? Do you really know? <laughs> Do you really? I do that still. Like, we went to uni together. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I do it to Batby Vault time. Like, do you know him? I'm like, I saw him at an audition. <laughs> <laughs> I added him once on Twitter. Oh, yeah. And, and, and did you like it? Nah. If you at me back, oh, yeah, like, I know where my name is. Yeah, at you back, family. That's what they are, relations. Uh, anyway, thank you very much for killing some time with us, Mandip. Thank you um, for having me. No? More than welcome. I'll be Marcus Bronzy. And you've been Mandip Gill. There you go. Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us. People find the way I say July really weird. Mandip laughs, laughs every time I say it. Who's in Doctor Who? July. July. It's July. July. Did you edit that while we were talking? July. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 